Card Games Podcast. I am your host, Cody Teacher, along with my friend, Sam Subrak. Sam, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you, Cody? I'm doing pretty good. You know why I'm doing pretty good? Because you're podcasting with me, and it's your favorite thing. That, but also, we're 20 episodes in. Woohoo! Yeah! We're one-fifth of the way there to 100. After 100, <laughs> we're done, right? Like, yeah, we're just going to We hit our goal. No, yeah. Um... So yeah, thank you guys for being here with us for 20 episodes. We appreciate it. Uh, so, a little bit of housekeeping. We got uh, our new series starting this Friday. We actually recorded it. Yay! It's recorded, the first episode. <laughs> um, so we're playing Resident Evil 5, and uh, I think you guys are in for a real treat. This is a pretty fun game. Um, I'm having fun with it. Uh, there's badass uh, dudes and ladies doing backflips and somersaults, and you can see me almost die a couple times. Uh, a lot of teamwork. I don't know. I'm liking it. I'm, I like our two Guardian series because, like, doing the role play thing is kind of fun. Like, you don't get to do it very often. So, but uh, I also like our like kind of series where we're just relaxed and having fun playing yeah. together. You know. Uh, so this is a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah, you guys can check that out on our YouTube channel if you want to get there. It's uh, geekartgames.com/slash/youtube. But Sam, yeah. we're all here for something else today. We're here to talk about video games. Oh, right, right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, technically, we're we were still we was talking about a video game. It was a video game that we recorded. That, so, I mean, we're still on track. Yeah, we're doing good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, tell me all about Oxenfree. Okay. Let me tell you about Oxenfree. Okay. I've heard like really good things about this game like forever, uh, that it's kind of like scary. Um, yeah. I bought it at some point on my PS4 because, you know, I do that where I just buy stuff sometimes when it's on sale and I'm like, I know I'm going to play it at some point. Um, but then it was also on Xbox Game Pass and Game Pass oh. is doing this thing right now where there's little quests where if you do certain challenges, you get entered in a drawing to win like a gold Xbox One X or something. I don't know. I just like you know, being in a drawing for something and I like having Same. little challenges to do. Yeah. And so one yeah. of them was just, you have to play uh, a, any game on Game Pass for an hour, uh, three days in a row. And it doesn't have to be the same game, you know, just whatever. They just want you to be playing on Game Pass. So I was like, well, Oxenfree's on Game Pass and I've been meaning to do it. So I might as well just go ahead and, and play it here. So that's why this, this came about, why I started to play it. Um, and it's one of those where you just kind of like walk around and interact with people and you have uh, branching dialogue choices. You can pick if you want to try to be friendly, if you want to be a bit of a bitch, um, how, if you want to be jokey <laughs> about it. Um, I tried to be pretty nice. There's this one girl that's like a bitch to you, but I tried to be nice to her. <clears throat> but anyway, so you're this group of kids that go off to this island to like have like, you know, like teenagers do with their bonfire and their drinking and their whatever possibly some light drug use um and there's this cave <laughs> um you go into this cave and there have been these rumors about like ghosty things that are happening and you've got a little transistor radio and like you tune into a signal and you like tune into something and like you don't know what it is like is this ghosts is this aliens is this like who knows what this is um but uh weird shit starts happening 
pretty much from the get-go after you tune this stuff in. Um, so there's weird, like, kind of, like, thrown through time. Um, there's lost time, because, like, pretty much right away everybody kind of scatters and, like, wakes up and they're like, how did I get here? What just happened? <clears throat> and you have to try to regroup, and you're basically trying to find a way to get off the island, um, but also, like, get everybody to safety. Although you've got options where you could maybe not try to get everybody to safety. Specifically, Clarissa, who's the bitch to me. Like, she's, you've got multiple times where you could just be like, you know what, let's just leave her. One time I was like, let's just leave her, guys. And everyone was like, no, that's not very nice. And I was like, well, I, okay, I guess we'll not leave her. Um, but uh, it's it's fun. It's not like... What I would say is scary, but obviously, you know, I like like real scary stuff. There was yeah. one moment where I got a nice jump scare, but it was just because like this because uh, when you're tuning stuff in on your radio, there's like static and like stuff jumping. And so like that suddenly happened and that kind of scared me for a second. But it was, you know, not like a true scare. Um there was also a point where I was in this dark room and there was this mirror and this like person showed up and it had Melissa's um, player name on it. Cause I guess oh, she, yeah. she had played Oxenfree on Xbox. And so like, I guess if you've had friends who've played it, like they will show up at different points in the game. Um, so that was pretty cool. And then like when I beat the game, the credits were rolling and it was like, oh, this ghost person was Melissa. And like this ghost person was someone else, one of my other friends. And so I was like, that was, that's pretty cool. I like it when games do stuff like that because it kind of freaks yeah, you out awesome. at first. Because I actually didn't know what Melissa's gamer tag was because I thought it would be like whatever her normal stuff is, but it was different. And so I was like, what is this? How does it know kind of Melissa's name? But um but anyway, it's it's interesting. It's not too long. Um, and then when you get to the end, like, it's weird. I'm not spoiling it. Okay, okay. Just, I was like, like I kind of want to play this. I haven't no, gotten around to it. So it's curious. one of those where you're like, wait, what, what's really happening here? And then, like, once you complete the game, you have the option to play again. Um, and, like, your second playthrough will be different. Um, so hmm. I didn't, I mean, I started it just to kind of see what it was like. But I didn't want to do a whole nother playthrough because here's the thing that I don't care for in this kind of thing. There's a lot of just like walking around and like you have to go up here and then you have to go back here. But then back up here and uh, then around yeah. and you have a map, but you know me and navigation, Cody. I'm so bad at it. So like I would constantly be looking at the map. I'm like, well, how do I get down here? And it's like a pretty simple layout so it shouldn't have been that bad but um i just kind of i like games that are very actiony and you shoot things and it's just like doing stuff all the time and then i like games that are really just like a visual novel where you like don't do hardly anything at all and you just make decisions and like yeah. when it's when it's an in-betweener kind of thing where it's like this is mostly about the story but you do have to do the mechanics where you go around and do stuff um I kind of get a little bored when I'm going around doing stuff. It's like, let me just get to the meat of what's going on. So, um, but yeah. it's pretty neat what it does. And I mean, I would recommend it. So definitely does some fun stuff. So with the ending, you were, you were being ambiguous about how like it ends. Uh, do you think it sets up for an oxen free two, or you think your second, if you do a second playthrough, does it answer more questions? Here's the thing, from what I've been 
reading or hearing, like there are different endings that you can get. So okay. if you did stuff differently, like you could get a different ending. So I don't know what that would be. I mean, it would be possible that there could be a second one where like there's more stuff going on in this island, even if it's, you know, it could be some of the same characters. It could be different characters, but in the same location. Um, so, you know, I could see that happening. I don't, I don't know. Okay. But yeah, that's cool. Right. Well, speaking of games with upcoming sequels, we both been playing some Black Ops 3 because it's free on PS Plus. Uh, so, a little bit of backstory. I've fallen out of love with Call of Duty games. <laughs> so, uh, I remember playing the World War II beta last year and despising it. So, I was like, oh, it's a free Call of Duty game. Whatever. I'll play it, see what happens. Had you not played Black Ops 3 before? Um, I think I've played Black Ops 3 couple times because i think i was giving it to me on my birthday like a couple years ago when it came out mm-hmm. um i played it and just like i think i didn't have fun with it so i ended up trading it in really quickly okay. uh so i love the black ops series because i played one and two and those are my favorite call of duty games and i was in the call of duty um I just don't enjoy the jetpacking wall riding mechanic in this game because Titanfall 2 is so much better, in my opinion. That's true. That is exactly true. Exactly. Um, one thing I feel like Black Ops 3 has for it over the other jetpack Call of Duties is the specialists. Mm-hmm. Those are my favorite things about this game. Um, I unlocked a character who had a bow, and I got a really sick triple kill where I was just like, dinging people across the map and i was like this is awesome um <laughs> didn't have him ever again uh so i kind of have like two modes i really play in call of duty one is domination where there's three capture points and you have to really like hold two uh to win and then one is search and destroy where it's one life per round you get to plant a bomb or, or kill everybody and I, it gets a lot of experience and i just i like that kind of game mode it reminds me of like counter-strike i think Treyarch, the makers of the Black Ops games, uh, is probably one of my favorite publishers. Cody, are you there? Cody? Hey, sorry about that, guys. Sam lost power there for a quick second, so we're back. Um, you audio listeners will not be hearing this, but you video people, we got your back. Um, <laughs> They'll probably still hear it because it'll be a weird break, so I'll just leave it in there. Probably. It'll be fine. Um, so... I was talking about how Treyarch is one of my favorite publishers because they put a lot of care into their games. Uh, so in like older Call of Duties, there's always been this issue with hit detection where you can shoot at a guy and it will, like your bullets will not register even though your sights are directly on them. Meanwhile, they'll be like behind a wall and they aim at you, you would hit you. Like just some very weird stuff. And I feel like in this game, I wasn't getting that a lot, which is good. I felt like for someone who didn't have all these specialists and all the guns, I felt like they start you off with a lot of good weapons. Uh, and overall, I had a lot of fun with the game. Um, I felt like I was always working towards something by getting my specialist streak. So like, even though like I couldn't get a kill streak going, my specialist streak was still charging. So I eventually got to use the bow. I eventually got to use the gravity spikes I had for another guy. Um, but Sam, what did you end up thinking about Black Ops 3? Um, so I started, I'd never played Black Ops 3 before, and I just went directly into multiplayer because I figured, let's just get a quick peek at what this is. And so I picked my specialist who was, he was something, he had like a lightning ability that he could shoot out lightning 
and then it could chain to other people. I was like, this sounds cool. And then his other ability was a glitch where he could like kind of oh, go okay. back to a previous position. So I was like, this seems cool. Okay. Um, so I got in and started playing and it was fucking horrible, Cody. Um, <laughs> just starting off the multiplayer in a Call of Duty is always horrible because like everyone's so good and you're just like trying to get used to what's going on. Um, oh, yeah. And so I was just getting slaughtered and like I wouldn't even see where the enemies were and I'd be getting dead. And like I try to stay with my buddies on my team. I was doing team deathmatch and just it just was not working out. And it was pretty horrible. And then like it would show on the screen that like my special ability was ready, but it was always like my glitch was available and I never knew how to use my lightning ability. So I was pretty bummed out about that because it seemed cool and I wanted to try it. Um, so I was like, oh, whatever. But it was telling you that the glitch ability was available? No, it was okay, saying so you only glitch get was. Okay, so you only get to pick one, so like you would have to have selected the lightning ability. <laughs> That's some bullshit. It's not clear <laughs> on their UI what you're supposed to be doing. I thought you had both abilities. Fuck that. Okay, so that makes it, that, I mean, it makes some sense. So when I play again, I'll, I'll know that. Um, but then, like... After I finished it, I think I went to do something and I came back and I was in another game. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll just play this one too. Uh, and then things went better in that one because I was like starting to get used to it. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I do like the wall running and like the double jump jetpack stuff. Because I mean, that's that's my, I mean, I, that's what I love about Titanfall 2. So I mean, I like that. So I was having fun with that. And then like I started like, I got some kills and it was pretty satisfying when I got some Uh that's what she said. Um, because <laughs> when you do like any kill at all, it seems like you get these little badges that pop up for different things. Yeah. And they pop up so fast and there's so much going on that you can't really see what they are. But I like getting things. And so it made me feel good when they would pop up. Like if I was like yeah. ruining somebody else's kill streak or something. So that was kind of fun. Um, so, I mean, again, it's. <sighs> It is one of those things where I'm like, I could just be playing Titanfall 2, but I mean, it was okay. I mean, it was fun. Probably if you spend some more time with it and get used to the play, like, it would be better. But seriously, there are guys that can go invisible, I think, and those are a pain yeah. in the butt, because, ugh. There's, yeah, that's also that's an ability that I felt like was very kind of overpowered at times. Um, there was a game I played where, like, we were winning by, like, 10 points. And I was like, we're, we're, we're going to win. The match is almost over. And then I believe one of the specialists has a way to, like, when they get a kill streak, they can summon a multiple of it. So there's a really powerful kill streak where there's these little rolling death balls, and they will <laughs> roll up on you and explode. It's very strong, and it's like a 15 kill streak to get it. So oh, I was shit. like, okay, this person, like, took their time and got this. Yeah. And then so the first one came in. I'm like, all right, it's done. Like, we'll just get back to killing and win no they summoned another one <laughs> right after so more rolling death balls were killing me and i was like all right two two in a row it's fine like we, we can still come back like it's still like 20 kills no there was a third because i think another team made a guy to kill <laughs> so yeah that i was like this is a stomping i don't like this yeah. um i wasn't finding myself like raging that badly i did rage like once or twice um yeah. because we were in a party chat and i was like fuck um oh my god like, I, can i interrupt uh, for just one second 
I'm sorry, party chat reminded me of this while we were, while I was playing this, like, you know, I didn't have my headset in, but I could hear the other people who were saying yeah. stuff. And like, every time I would show up at the beginning of a party, like people be like, oh, Giz, Gizmoto, whatever, you know, talking about my name. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then like one of the games, someone was like, oh, Giz. And they're like, no, that's Jizz. And I'm like, what the fuck? That is, they're like Jizmodo. I'm like, no, that is a hard G. It is always Gizmodo. <laughs> fuck you, little whatever boys who are you? turning it into Jizz. That is so inappropriate, and I do not approve. I was pissed. How many times did some little 10 year old kid say they fucked your mom? Because I got that one twice, and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, is this still a thing? No, nobody did that. And these were not, wow. these were not boyish voices. They were. Like adult male voices saying jizz moto. And mm, I was like, I was about to just back out of the party, but then for some reason they left. I was like, okay, good. So, yeah. Not happy about it. Um, I think that's still free for a couple more weeks. Or is it ending at the end end of July? I want to say it's going away. I don't recall. Part of their partnership. I don't recall either. If you're concerned, you better go check right now and get it because it may already be too late. You don't know. Um, Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Sam, tell me about State of the K2 because we were supposed to play this together and never got around to it. And then you were like, screw Cody. I'm going to play by myself. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop the boat. Do you know what I said? I said, hey, Cody, let's let's try to do the State of the K2 sometime. And you're like, I don't have any interest in playing that anymore. So that is what happened, and that is why I played by myself. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. All right, continue. Um, I was staying the K2. But yeah, so obviously I wasn't, like, super excited about it either because it's been out for quite a while now, and, you know, neither of us had had a, a big interest in it. But again, it was that Xbox Game Pass challenge for the drawing, so I was like, I'll play an oh, hour okay. of State of Decay 2 because I need to, like, play an hour. So, um... So I opened it up and it starts out, you get to pick uh, a pair of characters for your starting characters. And it gives you like four different options. And there's like two brothers. um, Oh no, there's a brother and a sister. And then, I don't know, two other sets that I don't care about. And then there was a lesbian couple. And I was like, oh my God, there's gays in this game. So I got really excited and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to start off with, with these two. And like, you get a little bit of their backstory because like, I guess they've been like on again, off again for like 10 years. They've always like been in each other's lives. And so you start out in like kind of the training area where you're learning how to do your different things, you know, and as you're going, they're like chattering back and forth with each other. And apparently they were not together at the time the zombie apocalypse happened and like, one of them was kind of pissed at the other because, like, she never really came looking for her. And the other oh, one's God. like, well, we weren't together. Why would I come looking for you? So it's some fun little drama like that. I was like, this is really cool, getting, like, some backstory like this. Um, but then you get to the point where you, like, meet up with some, like, a doctor and some other lady. And you go, like, build your base. And then you start, like, getting into the real meat of the game. Um, your girlfriend gets bit by one of the bad zombies so she's infected and you have to get her a cure before she turns or dies i don't i don't know how these zombies work um but like after that initial part it doesn't seem like there's 
very much like story stuff. Like I liked the fun back and forth between them and that just isn't there anymore. <clears throat> um, so that was kind of disappointing. The gameplay is actually pretty fun. Um, you don't, I, th I think there are eventually guns in the game, but I don't have any yet. I just pretty much have like a, like a lead pipe or a machete and I just like whack some zombies. Um, but it's pretty, it's pretty fun. Like it's not too hard. Um, mm -hmm. I don't remember if there's a difficulty setting or not. If there was, I put it on easy, but if not, it's just, it's, it's good the way it is. Cause it's not like too difficult. If you get yourself in a fix where there's like a ton of zombies coming after you, that could be a problem. Um, but, uh, yeah, you just go and you search for different things. Like, like you got to get building supplies to first build the infirmary and then you have to go get biological samples to build the cure. And then you're constantly having to get, uh, food and medicine to keep people happy. Um, which it's that stuff's okay. It's like it's like fun. I'm like, yeah, this is this is fine. But like like everybody has said, the problem is it's just like so fucking tedious to go and gather yeah. stuff and bring it back because there's so little that you can carry at once. And then you can get the cars and put more stuff in the car and then drive that, but like that's kind of a pain in the butt too. Cause like my house was up here on this hill, and then like there was this little spot down here below on the hill where there was like a ton of stuff, like five rucksacks or something that I could get. But like, if I had taken the car, it would take me like five minutes to drive like all the way around on the roads and get over there and get it. And so I was just like, oh, so I was just like running up and down this hill, carting stuff back up to the base. And that's where I was like, oh no, this is just, it's just, oh, there should be a better way. Like if you, you can't like go off-roading. <laughs> No, you should not do that. No? I was oh, okay. driving the car once and I accidentally uh, just smashed into a guardrail and the car got stuck and it was like, oh, you need a toolkit to fix this car. And, oh. like, I was about to quit the game at that point. I was like, fuck you. But I was Don't like, blame well, on that one. I knew I knew that I had a toolkit that I'd stashed at my home base. So I was like, well, I'll just go get the toolkit and fix it. Um, and then I played for a little while longer. But it's just like... If they could just make it not so tedious to carry this shit, I think it would be a much funner game. Because, I mean, it, the the basis of it seems pretty fun. Just, like, uh -huh. you know, taking care of your base, building onto it, keeping everybody fed and stuff. Um, it, was, it was fun. I was having a good time until I just got sick of just all the back and forth fetching to the exact same location just to, like, because I couldn't carry it at all. So, um, and I don't see that changing for this game yeah at all it's so just more of that so i don't know yeah, where like, that leaves it oh i was initially very excited for this game because i was like oh we have a game mm -hmm. pass we played cfds i liked it a little bit i was like oh say okay two we'll try it and then like every like uh kotaku ign kind of funny what's good games like they're all just like it's fun if you enjoyed say okay one if you've never played that you're probably that in for much and i was like oh <laughs> and i watched some gameplay and like it seems like it'd be fun if you could get a group of people together and like play together but if it's just you and another person it's, it's still very tedious like there's just a lot to like you have to like do and work on and i don't know i just i wasn't look i didn't want that in the game at the time when we were like let's let's play some save the gay too so yeah yeah um it sounds like I didn't really 
miss much. He didn't miss much. sound like we're not having fun. No. Uh, it was fun up to a point, and then I just got bored doing the same thing. And it has it has good mechanics for leveling up your stuff. Like, if you're mm-hmm. running around, like, eventually you'll just see a thing pop up that's like, oh, your cardio has increased. Or if you're fighting zombies, it's like, oh, your fighting has increased. So it's just like, it's nice to level up, and it works pretty well on that. So, but just like, man, I don't want to haul all that shit all the time. Reasonable. I mean, yeah. sometimes things are too, too tedious in video games. Uh, all right. So now we're going to move on to the meat and potatoes of this episode. Uh, <laughs> I'm really sorry if you do not care about Pokemon or Pokemon Go, because this is going to continue next week, too. So we're talking about Pokemon Go again. There's a big weekend this past weekend, and Sam has played the game now. So, Sam, let's hear your thoughts on Pokemon Go and what you did this past weekend. Okay, um, so I got my account set up, like, we were on we were on chat while I was doing it, and I was, like, trying to catch these Pokemon. Um, I'm not good with the balls. Not surprising, maybe. Not surprising. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, like, and so I've been playing for, like, four or five days now, and I think just today, this afternoon, I was figuring out that like actually if you like touch down and like hold the ball for a second before you flick it like the circle on your target like shrinks down to get better and i'm like oh i think Mm -hmm. maybe that's the way you're supposed to be doing it because like i had a lot better luck when i was throwing them that way than i have the whole time i've been playing this game so um you know obviously i'm learning slowly but surely um Let's just go through some quick hits here. These Pokemon are fucking adorable. They are just they are. like so cute. I, you know, I've seen some of them, but I'm just like, these are great. And one of the things I like is just seeing new ones. And mm. I would get really excited once I got enough candy to evolve someone. Cause I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to evolve them and I'm going to see a new Pokemon and it's going to be awesome. And then imagine my disappointment, Cody, when I evolved a Pokemon and it was one that I'd already captured somewhere else. Like I didn't know oh. that I would be capturing ones that were already evolved. Um, so that was kind of disappointing whenever that would happen. I have done some where I've evolved them and they were new and that is exciting and I like it. Um... I've done a few gym battles now. Let me tell you, Cody, I, I've been kicking some ass. Um, nice. The first one was kind of just luck. It was not a well-populated gym. They weren't high on life. And, you know, I was able to to get through it and claim that gym. So that was exciting. Um, yesterday, I was because I told you there's this park. Okay, there's this park. It's a big park. It's like the walking trail is like three miles um and like that's where I like to go to walk just on the weekend like when I would walk in the morning before it would get hot before it would get hot which now that doesn't exist because it's just hot all the time found out the hard way um but yeah there's this one strip of the park probably like a mile strip where it has like 10 different pokestops or gyms on it and so you walk down and you hit all those and then when you get to the end like enough time has passed i guess so when i start coming back i can hit them again so that was pretty nice i did that one evening just to get a bunch of stuff because like i kind of yeah do you have a spare bedroom and can i come stay for a week and we just go walk the trail every day (laughs) sure because here's the thing i i need a pokemon buddy because um it's not 
as fun by yourself i feel like yeah um and like if you go take a gym then you can leave one pokemon there but like what's my one pokemon gonna do if somebody else comes along you know you kind of need to have a posse to go gym battling with you um and i don't have one so that kind of sucks um but no, yeah, so I've kind of been wanting to go to the park more in the evenings, but, like, I just feel weird about it because, like, that used to be what I would do with Gizmo when he was alive. Oh. And so, like, yeah. you know, it's just kind of weird. And, like, I don't want to go back to, like, my neighborhood park. But I'm like, well, maybe if I was doing Pokemon, like, it would be like, yeah, I have to come now to do this. So, so I don't know. So we'll see what happens. Um, but, yeah, I was I was off work yesterday and I was like, I'm going to go to the park before it gets hot. So I went. It was fucking hot as I don't even know. I don't understand what was happening because my phone said it was like 79 degrees, which should not be that hot. But the sun was just right on me. I was sweating like a motherfucker, Cody. It was horrible. <laughs> um, and I went to this gym and I was like, you know what? There were a lot of there were a lot of Pokemon there and they were high level. But I was like whatever i'm gonna fight him i'm gonna wear him down after all my guys die i'm gonna revive him give him candy send him back in and i'm gonna take this motherfucking gym okay um i don't know why i wanted to do it so bad but i really did so i'm i'm in the shade but i'm so fucking hot cody (laughs) and i'm doing my battle and then in the middle of battle like my phone shuts off like goes goes dark and i'm like what the fuck And I eventually get it back on, but I figured out what happened, I'm pretty sure. So my phone, it doesn't have a button. It has, like, this sensor because it's, like, a fingerprint sensor. And if you just touch it, it'll put it back to sleep. And I feel like what Uh happened was I was sweating so bad that sweat (laughs) dripped down onto my phone and turned it off in the middle of my battle. I was just like, oh, my God. Um, So I was was not feeling good about that. But, I mean, I eventually took that fucking gym, left my Pokemon. Didn't didn't last. But... uh, but yeah, so I've taken a couple. Um, I got real frustrated yesterday, I think. Meg sent me a gift, and it was like, you can't open this gift because your inventory is too full. And I was like, yeah. this is how they fucking get you, and this is why I'm going to stop playing this game, because I don't Aww. care. So I don't know what's going to happen, Cody. Um, I mean, it's it's something to do. Um, it does hurt my hands when I do it too much. And it takes me a lot longer to get through the park when I'm going to all these Pokestops and, like, hunting Pokemon. And it's really hot for that, so I don't know. Um, But, I mean, I don't know. I really don't know what's going to happen. I might keep going. I I might just stop. So, we shall see. If if this event next week is cool, I might do it. So here's the th- here's the whole reason why I started. Because, like, last week we were talking about that Squirtle and sunglasses, and I was like, yeah, I want to get a Squirtle and sunglasses. And I did. Um, so mission successful. I also got one of the Pikachus with sunglasses and sun hat, which I wasn't excited about, but once I saw it, I was, like, pretty into it. And I have three of them now, and I guess I'm just going to keep them because, like, they're cute. Maybe eventually I'll evolve one. Um, and then I got one of the little Pichus that had sunglasses yeah. too, and I had never seen a Pichu, and that is just adorable as all get out. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I like them. Hopefully these will be able to go over to my Let's Go game once that happens, so it'll be, like, worth something. Most of them should be able to. The Pichu, maybe not, because Pichu was not in... 
the 151, and they've kind of said it's limited to just the 151, the original. Do I get any of them that have sunglasses that get to go to Let's Go? I think so. I think the Squirtle and the Pikachu with the sunglasses should be able to go. They better go. I'm going to be pissed. I wouldn't see why they wouldn't let you do it. Um, Question, is Pikachu the first one in the Pokedex? No. Bulbasaur is. Oh, I have a Bulbasaur. I have two Bulbasaurs, and let me tell you, I agree. They're fucking cute. Um, so, has this excited you for Pokemon Let's Go, or are you now more interested in that game that you've seen some of the Pokemon, and you're kind of used to the catching mechanic, even though the catching mechanic is going to change to flicking your wrist? With I'm going to be Pokemon. fucking pissed about that. There better be a way to turn off those motion controls, because I'm not going to flick my wrist constantly. Like, when I had to do Wii games and use my stuff, that's when my wrist started hurting a lot, and I'm not going to no. do it, Cody. They're gonna, surely they're going to have another way. Yeah, I think they're going to. I think they've said that, that, like, you know, uh, they realize not everyone can do that, so... Uh, but are you excited? I wasn't super excited, because I'm like, this is what it is, I guess it's fine, it'll be fine, I'll do it, because I'm going to do it. But then... You had me watch the trailer for Let's Go, the new trailer that came out. And I very much enjoyed that because it looks like a lot of fun. I got to see you, from what we can tell, we're just going to go ahead and suppose it's true. You get to pick the gender of your buddy that's with you, your Pokemon that's with you, and you get to give them a hairstyle and they get to ride on your shoulder. And then sometimes you get to ride other Pokemon and it just looks fantastic. Um, I like being able to see my character just like running around through the map with the with the Pokemon. Um, yeah. I like the idea of co-op that better be online. Um, so yeah, but yeah, I'm more excited since I saw that trailer. Okay, yeah, we're gonna we'll talk a little bit more about the trailer in a second. Um, so yeah, this past weekend was uh, Articuno Day and Squirtle uh, Community Day. Um, so. I'll talk about my experience with Dark Day first, and we'll get to Squirrel Day. Um, so what happened is Pokemon Go is doing a summer tour, and they're having three big uh, Pokemon events, and there was one in Germany. And during the event, if certain criteria is met on a special day, they were, they were releasing Articuno on the first one, because Uno, first one. Um, and so you would get to go do... For three hours, Articuno was a raid boss at all gyms, and you could go and meet up with people and do this raid and have a chance to catch an Articuno and had a chance to be a shiny. Now, what a shiny Pokemon is, it's a different color and it's a little bit more rarer. Like, I think it was like 1 in 20 could be shiny Articuno. Um, so I was at my girlfriend's house, and she has a park down the road from her, and I knew there was three gyms very close together so i was like okay i have a safe bet if i go there someone's gonna be there i can do this raid so i showed up i walked around the park for a second got to where the three gyms are and there's just one other dude and we were just kind of like tagging out talking to each other we were like oh hey how's it going uh he's like oh did you just get back in the game i was like yeah we talked about my friday 13th tattoo really cool <laughs> and then like maybe after 20 minutes we get a full-on group of 20 people there oh, shit. <laughs> and i'm like holy shit we're doing this um and like this is this was the first time i did a raid like i'd never done a raid in pokemon mm -hmm. go yet because they introduced them when i took a break so i wasn't sure what to, like what was gonna happen uh some guys were giving me pointers he was there like oh like do this do this i was like okay cool um 
really fun experience just like hearing everybody like shout with excitement after the first one even the second one everyone was pretty happy uh there was a dad who brought two dads who brought their little girls and they were playing on their own little phones and both of them ended up getting shiny Articuno, and they were freaking out about it it was so <laughs> freaking cute it was just really awesome uh so i got to do four Articuno raids before i was like it's hot it's like 100 yeah, degrees out here so my phone's also about to die i'm rolling out <laughs> yeah um I caught two of the Articunos, so I have one for myself, and eventually I'm going to trade the other one to my sister so she can have one because she missed out on it. It's a lot of fun. I think it's a great thing. What's up? So on the raids, like, do you have to have a bunch of people all there together doing it at the same time? I know the raids have a time limit. So, like, if I was there and I was fighting for a while with the guy and then, like, all my stuff got exhausted and I didn't have any revives left, so I just had to stop. Um, if someone else came later after I left and they defeated the raid boss, would I get a present or do I, would I have to stay there until he's defeated? You have to stay there until he's defeated. Um, so, each, so each raid boss has a difficulty to it, and that determines the, like, big number of CP it has mm -hmm. because, like, raid bosses are over inflated cps mm -hmm. so like uh the articuno was i think about almost 30 30 000. so we had to really like wear him down um tip four because today they announced zapdos day will be Ju uh, july 21st if all the uh tasks are met for pokemon go fest which is uh this past weekend when you're listening to this um so you'll we'll have like a confirmation when this podcast comes out uh, if Zapdos Day is happening or not. It should. Like, I'm it's sure not that it's going to happen. Somebody's the first one got done in like yeah. three hours. Yeah. Like they were like, all right, we're done. Yeah. Um, so some tips for doing raids is, so go in with your six Pokemon, pick your, the ones that are like have good type advantage. So like for Articuno, Rock is really strong against him because Rock is good against flying and ice and Articuno was ice and flying. For Zapdos, it'll be the same thing. Rock and uh, Ice, actually, because Ice is good against flying, and then Rock is good against electric and flying. Because um, you're resistant to electric, and then you're strong against flying. Uh, when you get to your second to last Pokemon, you want to run from battle. It'll let you rejoin. So you just rejoin, and when you rejoin, it picks your freshest Pokemon, who have the most health, and you just jump right back in. And so, like, by the time I would have to, like, jump out, Articuno had like just a sliver left, so I would join back in, do two hits, and we were done. Could that was you, one of the tips I got. Could you jump out, revive, and heal your powerful ones and go back? Yes, if you jump out like with enough time. I didn't want to risk joining back in late and it not counting, so I always suggest. Got it. Okay. Yeah, so like if you jumped out and like you still at half when you left, you should be okay. But like he was so low, I was just like, nah, just get me back in. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was a really like awesome experience. Um, and like I wasn't that like shiny Pokemon are cool, but I wasn't like oh I got, like apparently I got there I got there like an hour later than it started. So it started at one for me. I got there only like two two thirty. Slacker. And apparently, like yeah, I'm such a slacker. Apparently, like people were there at twelve forty five. They <laughs> picked one they were starting at, and they were going to go do fifty five raids. Fuck. In that time, and I was like. No, yeah, I, I don't have that much money to spend on raid passes because oh, yeah. on the raid days you get one free pass usually, but on that day you would get five free passes, which 
this will be another tip for Zapdos Day, get a free raid pass the day before, and you get six free ones day of. Because if you don't use that one that day, you still get the five free ones the next day. I feel like I only um, got one free raid pass. I don't think I got five. You had to... Mine were being weird, too, and like sometimes <laughs> it would take one, and sometimes it wouldn't. I feel like they'll have that situation for Red okay. Zapdos Day. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, overall, really liked it. It was like, this is really cool. And I was really, really looking forward to the next day, which was Squirtle Community Day. Um, oh, I was there. I was talking about the wrong day. Never oh, mind. okay. Never mind. Um, the Squirtle Community Day was really cool. I ended up going to Louisiana State University with my sister and my coworker. Um, and we walked around LSU campus. And when I first played Pokemon Go, I think my favorite thing was just seeing all these people playing Pokemon. Like, it's just nice to know that, like, there are people out there that like the same thing as you. And, like, since getting back into it, I've seen that less and less. Like, there's less people mm -hmm. playing Pokemon Go yeah. in, like, the usual spots. But then I went to LSU campus, and, <laughs> oh, my God, there were people everywhere. Um, there were people who set up, like, food stations and were just giving out food. Like, it was so cool, like, to see this community be built around one day. And like, I was like, do y'all do this every community day? And like, yeah, we've done it since January. And I was like, oh my God. So it's really nice to know that like once a month I can come yeah. here and just play Pokemon with people. Um, how did you, where did you end up going, uh, Sam? Okay, I just wanted that Squirtle and sunglasses. I didn't care about anything Reasonable. else. So, I mean, I just drove around. I just drove to a Pokestop ah. here, drove around to another one until I got all my stuff. And then once I got him, I was like, okay, I'm going home. I never got out of the car. <laughs> I was just like, no. So. Um, so, yeah, uh, you can get, you could have gotten a Squirtle with sunglasses. You could have got a shiny Squirtle and you could have got a shiny Squirtle with sunglasses. Um, I ended up getting a shiny with sunglasses, but no regular shiny. My sister ended up getting six, so she traded me one, luckily. <laughs> Dang. Um, so what is the shiny again? Did you say it's just they're different colors, or do they actually color... physically look different? Yes. So regular Squirtle has like a orangish shell on its back. Okay. The shiny one has a green shell. And then once it evolves, it turns from like, instead of being dark blue, it'll be like a purple, like a lavender almost. So it's just in the Pokedex, there's an extra entry for it. Like it shows you the difference. So it's kind of cool. Explain to me this. So I've been catching a lot of Rotatas, um, the purple ones, you know, and then I caught another Rotata that was like, looked completely different. Okay. So recently they introduced the Alolan forms of the Kanto Pokemon. So in the previous gen, Gen 7, uh, they introduced Alolan Pokemons because you were, I think, I don't remember what the island is called, but that's what they called them, was Alolan Pokemons. So they're just different forms because they grew up on, like, this Hawaiian island, pretty much. So there's the regular Rattata, which is purple, and then there's the Alolan form, which is black, and that is a dark type, and the regular Rattata is a normal type. I so think it look... should have a different name, slightly different name. I mean, um, they're the same thing. Like, they don't have new Pokedex entries or anything. They don't look the they same. They just have different types. They don't um, look at all the same. One has a mustache, like a very prominent mustache. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we walked around and we did three raids that day. No, two raids. Um, 
for the current legendary Pokemon, which is Regice. Uh, I failed both times to catch a Regice. Uh, I don't, I don't know, like, that was, it just would not, like, stay still, like, it kept jumping, and I would, like, throw the Pokeball right as it jumped, and... I get so angry. If it's, unless it's one that I've never seen before, if it's something that I've seen before, and I miss it, I just stop. I'm like, I'm not gonna keep throwing <laughs> balls at you. Fuck you. I don't uh, need you. It's fine. I get so angry about that. So my sister ended up getting one, uh, so good for, I'm, I was really, really happy for her. Um, she lost her account, so she had to make a new account. She came back How like a year ago. How did she lose her account? She was using my mom's old phone. Like she, had, my mom had given her her, her phone, and uh, apparently my mom's email was still tied to it. So technically, my mom currently has a Pokemon Go e- <laughs> account if she wanted to. Um, that sucks. Why didn't she just keep so using just her mom's email? She didn't know the password to the email, so <laughs> she just ended up making a new one uh, tied to her own email account. Uh, but she's like, they were also doing like all these like XP, extra XP stuff. Like, you're like level what now? Uh, 15 at least. 15? Yeah. yeah, like, it takes you usually a long time to get there. No, like, I saw you skyrocket. She got like six <laughs> levels so in fast. that one day. Yeah. Um, I got two levels in a day, and I'm at the point where like, it's a quarter million uh yeah. xp uh but yeah so that stuff helps um overall just a really fun day uh, i caught a lot of new pokemon um i caught enough pokemon to like add like i told you last week how i was at like 120 at a 151 for the original 151 now i'm at like 124 125 so i caught enough pokemon to evolve a couple that i didn't have nice uh the cool thing was on the community day eggs had like a one-fourth uh hatch rate so like a 10 kilometer egg was hatch- hatching in 2.5 kilometers that's nice and like that was nothing for when you're walking around a, a campus <laughs> so like i had a bunch of those that was really cool um i was really kicking myself that i didn't start playing again sooner i was really kicking myself that i ever left because like <laughs> i've been going back and looking what i missed and i've missed so much in this game and i'm so jelly of all these people who kept playing this like really has reinvigorated my love of Pokemon like mm-hmm. so much. Like I am so excited for Let's Go. Um, I started playing Pokemon Y, like I talked about. I was gonna go back and play. Um, not really having a lot of fun with that one, but I'm gonna keep pushing through. I'm gonna do it. Uh, don't don't force yourself into something so much that it makes you not love as much as you used to because you forced. All right. It. So people who know me know that I talk mad shit on. Pokemon Sun and Moon for having an hour long uh, trainer school, like teach me how to be a Pokemon trainer thing. Uh, but legitimately, I was like, I'm so bored with the current storyline. This one, I will go sit through an hour long training school thing just because I'm really bored with Pokemon Y. Nothing against Pokemon is Pokemon. I think the Pokemon look awesome. Just I'm just super bored with this game currently. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Pokemon Go Fest is happening. Uh, this previous weekend, when you're hearing this, because podcast released on Monday, um, this is where it's thought that battling is going to be introduced, and this is where it's going to be talked about, like how we're going to unlock the Pokemon Celebi. Um, they've already confirmed that there is going to be Celebi through the special research, where how like now you can catch Mew if you do all part, eight parts of the quest. That's really cool. Zapdos Day is July 21st. I'm already looking forward to that. 
I really just can't wait for next month for the next community day because it's gonna be awesome. Uh, from what everyone's been talking about is that it's usually like a starter Pokemon and then a really rare Pokemon. So the next one's gonna be a really rare Pokemon because we got Squirtle this time, and just a uh, lot of fun. I'm really excited to be loving Pokemon Go again. It feels nice to be moving again, like yeah. get out there and walk. Um, and then the really exciting thing hit my camera sorry so excited so i got invite so i'm like i went to the bathroom at work and i was washing my hands and i, I pulled my phone out to change my podcast and i get a notification from one ghost like you have an invite and i'm like oh someone must have sent me a friend request uh so i open the app real quickly before i walk out the bathroom and it's like you've been invited to an ex raid and i'd never heard of this this is how you catch Mewtwo in the game. You get a special invitation to a raid at a certain day on a certain time, and you go there, and you have a chance to catch Mewtwo. And I was like, what? <laughs> this is awesome. And it's like, hey, because you did a raid at this place uh, on Articuno Day, here you go. So if you can try and get out there and do a couple of the Zapdos raids... You may be able to get a Mewtwo rated invitation, apparently. So definitely try to do that. That's really um, cool. I like when they do like secret, mysterious stuff like that. Um, I'll just say I don't know why you had to preface that story by saying you were in the bathroom. You could have just told the story that I you don't got either. the invite. That was really I was weird. To, I just wanted everyone to know where I was when I got it. Um, <laughs> Some momentous it personal, occasion. Uh, so yeah, uh, like I said, we're going to be talking about Pokemon Go for three weeks in a row because I'm going to come back and talk about that experience because I'm real worried I'm going to get out there and no one's going to show up. Sure <laughs> it's just going to be me being come. like... Be fine. Be I'm fine. sure, yeah, a bunch of people will show up that want another Mewtwo. Um, yeah. So yeah, Pokemon Go. Crazy to think that like two years later I'd be playing this game so much, but here we are. All right. So we're going to dive into some esports news real quickly. Yeah. Uh, so first off, the Overwatch League announced that they have signed a partnership with ESPN, ABC, and Disney XD. I think they already kind of had a partnership with Disney XD because that's where the Overwatch League contenders was being mm -hmm. played also, apparently. Um, this is really important because like having esports on Switch is cool, but getting it out into a mainstream audience is also really cool. Like, Did you just say having esports on the Switch is cool? On Twitch. On Twitch, Maybe sorry. Maybe Twitch. Enunciation, okay. On <laughs> Twitch, it's cool, but having it get out there to a mainstream audience is really cool. Yeah. Um, this is, it's really important that ESPN has this because, like, there has been some pushback from people at ESPN about, like, I don't want to cover video games. So now it's like, now you hey. have to. Yeah. Um, I think putting, putting this on Disney XD is cool because... Overwatch, I think, is a kind of a kid-friendly game. Yeah. So, like, it's, it's there's not a lot of blood. I don't mm -hmm. think there's any blood, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. um, so that's really good. And then ABC, I guess, is another channel that a lot of people watch. So get it out there as well. It's a weird I don't, I don't have cable. I don't have cable. ABC I don't know what to is watch. not cable. You get it with an antenna. Anybody can get ABC. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Kids today, man. They don't understand TV. I'm sorry. I just I have my Netflix and my YouTube. I'm good. I Anyways, so Sam, you watch some of the playoffs that are going on right now. We're working our way up to the finals. Yes. Tell me what you saw. Okay, so we're recording early. So right now we've just seen one game uh, or one night of games for the quarterfinals. Um, 
So it starts off with uh, Philadelphia Fusion versus Boston Uprising. And I, I like Philadelphia Fusion. Um, they were like a contender for one of the stage finals against um, New York Excel one time. And they mm-hmm. like fought real hard for it. And they like worked their way into my heart. So like I've got a soft spot for them. So I'm always rooting for them unless they're, you know, playing against one of the other teams that I like more. But I like them a lot. Um, so last night... They started kicking ass. Um, They won the first map pretty fast. And I was like, man, this is going to be exciting. So I told you about that. And then it was, um, I think it was Dorado. It was an escort mission. Um, But then the second one was the control point maps. Or no, King of the Hill maps, where it's the best two out of three. Um, And that didn't go well for them like at all and I was like oh no I got a little too excited too early um so they <laughs> lost that map then they went to Eichenwald and um they both teams are playing really well they both managed to complete the map and get all three points um but Philadelphia had like two and a half minutes on the timer left and Boston Uprising only had one minute left and so they went to the tiebreaker and so Boston Uprising goes, and in their one minute, they managed to capture the payload, and, like, they captured it, like, right as it was going into overtime. And, like, when you're when you're in the tiebreaker, like, map portion, you don't get any time added on for getting to a point. So they were just in overtime, and they had to get as far as they could without falling off the payload and losing their overtime. Um, so they're going real hard and they get almost to point two, like right before the second point and then you know philadelphia clears them off the point and they stop their run so it's like man that was super impressive i i don't man i don't know you know philadelphia's got their work cut out for them so then philadelphia comes out with their two and a half minutes and it takes them a while longer to capture the payload uh but they get it and then they end up in overtime as well, and they're pushing it and pushing it and pushing it, and they manage to get it just past the point on the second point where Boston Uprising failed, and so they won the map. And it was so exciting because, like, these teams were both playing so well. And, like, every time I watch Overwatch League, I feel like I say, like, this is, like, the best gaming I've ever seen but then like they come back and do it again and like these teams are just so good and they just the performances they put on are just like mesmerizing so it's very impressive to see um I was real happy Philly took that map and then these casters are like well you know they've got trouble now because Boston Uprising has never lost Volskaya and that's the next map so I was like well let's see what happens and uh you know what Philly took it and it was amazing. So that was that was the third map that they needed to win. Uh, so they won the first match. The way the playoffs work is, you know, they've got one game that they played. And then on Friday, they'll have like two sets of games, possibly, because it's the best two out of three matches. So if Philly wins the next match, then it's over and they get to go to the semifinals. If, uh, if Boston wins the next match... Then they'll take like a little halftime break and then come back and do another match. And that's the winner take all. Um, So it's really exciting the way they're doing these playoffs. And, uh, you know, I hope Philly keeps playing 
as well as they are. I mean, Boston was playing so well too. And it's just like, uh. oh, I was going to say, oh, the things I wanted to mention, I made notes about this. So I would like be able to call it all out. And then I forgot to check my notes. Um, so EQO was playing as Hanzo. And this was the first time in these playoffs that they've got the new, um, uh, yeah, his new ability. So he doesn't have the scatter arrow anymore. He has like kind of the machine gun fire. Um, so it's the first time this has been there and it's making a hell of a difference. He is just like dominating with his Hanzo. Um, he was kicking ass and then Boombox on Fusion. He is known for playing Zenyatta. Like he's usually plays a support character, but pretty much almost all night he was playing Roadhog and he was kicking ass as Roadhog. The casters said that until this playoffs, he'd only ever played like two minutes of Roadhog throughout the whole season so far. Um, but he comes in and he's hitting like 60% of his shots and just like doing amazing. So he was making quite a difference. Um, Carpe obviously is always making a good difference. He's like sniper, tracer, whatever. He he kicks ass. Um, they were all doing really good. Um there was this guy named Hotba who was, I had something to say about him as well, but I forgot what it was. I believe he was playing a character that he wasn't normally known for playing as well. But anyway, everybody did really well. I forgot I was going to go check because I don't remember if Fraggy was playing or not because I don't remember seeing his name pop up very much. Um, but anyway, they all did a great job. It was fantastic. Um, that was the one I was most excited about, but not to like, you know, dismiss anyone. Let's go ahead and mention, uh, after that match, the LA Gladiators were taking on the London Spitfire. Um, Cody, you're frozen. Are you able to, are you still hearing me? Yeah. Okay. All right. Just checking. Um, so this one's a little weird because London Spitfire, they won, I think the first, uh, stage one of season one yes they did and so like that was seems like that was their peak their pinnacle when they were doing their best and like yeah. ever since then they haven't been doing as well um and like the reason they got into the playoffs was just because the front part of their season they had done so well so good. that it made yeah. up for the latter part where they weren't doing well but like they're still like their most recent state is not doing as well so um Needless to say, LA Gladiators came in and they just won the first three maps and, and it was over. They did a really good job. So, you know, I mean, I'm not a gambling woman, but I'd say London Spitfire's not going to make it. <laughs> yeah, this was uh, kind of the series I saw the clips and stuff from and I thought a lot about it. Uh, I thought London, uh, Gladiators did great, um, especially before they subbed in uh, iRemix for Fissure oh, because... Uh -huh. There's some drama going on there where Fissure apparently doesn't like his teammates and wants to quit the team. Oh. Whatever. <laughs> Kat, you're in the playoffs, homie. You could have held out a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, I thought they did really well. Uh, I think the LA Gladiators have had an amazing season. Like, they really, like, per, like, the first season they weren't doing too hot. Like, they were doing well, but they weren't doing too hot. And I feel like ever since that first season, they've just been on, like, an uptick like they're kicking ass like I'm, I'm really proud of this team like la gladiators and la Valiant are two of my favorite teams so i'm really happy for that 
Yeah, and it seems like LA Gladiators are a team that like people tend to maybe write off and then they come back and they just say like, oh yeah, well, we're going to show you something and then they kick ass and surprise you uh, in ways you didn't expect. So I know they like, they bring it and they do a great job. So uh, it'll be very interesting to see. I'm pr- well, I'm pretty sure they're going to the semifinals, but to see who think- makes it to the final finals. So that'd be pretty cool. I'm excited for it. It'll be really yeah, interesting. It- and it's just nice to have some Overwatch League back because we've been on, we had quite it's like been a, a while, long break like. or so. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the last bit of esport news is they announced their Overwatch League MVP. I don't know why you wouldn't do this like at the very end of the season, but they picked uh, Jonak as their MVP. He had uh, most healing, most kills, and all that. So they feel like he was uh, contributing the most. Well, he plays Zenyatta, and, you know, Zenyatta is known as a healer but like jonak has like higher damage as zenyatta than like some dps players do so yeah. you know he just like he takes care of business um so i think it's you know it's well deserved for him even though he's on new york excel which i know cody doesn't care for but uh but congratulations jonak all, all teams are all teams are good good job jonak <laughs> uh, i think it is, is well deserved he is an amazing zenyatta um, yeah. he kicks ass so yeah also, let's just say um, that translator does a real good job. Like, shout out to him. Because, like, that's a tough job oh. to, like, because people talk oh, yeah. for a really long time and he has to, like, remember what all of it is and then say it and then get it back. So, and, like, he was, he was, like, I think kind of helping Jonak to, like, be more excited and, like, emote more <laughs> or something. He was doing a good job. So, shout out to the translator, too. All right. Well, let's head on some quick news and then I think we'll wrap it up there. Yeah. Uh, all right, so this past Saturday uh, was TennoCon. It's Warframe's annual uh, convention in Montreal, I believe. Uh, and this is where they come in and they announce cool stuff. Um, so I got to catch a little bit of it. Uh, my stream was very laggy, so I wasn't able to watch it all. And so they opened the show, and one of their people on stage is playing on the Switch, and like they're like, hey, come on, like you got stop playing Zelda. We get it. You're addicted to it. It's such a good game. And he's like... He's like, no, no, it's fine. And he starts to step off the stage and like go towards the crowd with it. And it's like, oh, God, they're really playing this up. Like, what's happening? And then, like, you see he turns the switch towards the crowd and the crowd erupts. And I was like, no way. They announced Warframe for Nintendo Switch. And boy, am I so excited to play it in my bed. Um, <laughs> That's what so she said. So they're partnering. Oh, my gosh. They are partnering with Panic Button, who does the Doom port, the Wolfenstein 2 port. Uh, so like they're really good at porting over games to the Switch at this point. Uh, so I feel like they're pretty trusted. Uh, There's no targeted date, they said. It's just being worked on. So like this could be like a year in the making. Um, they said they are going to try to like keep it at pace with the other console versions. Um, nothing is going to be scaled down. Like, they are fully trying to make sure this is fun for everybody on Switch. Um, and I'm most excited for this because, like, I'm playing Warframe currently on PS4, but, like, so many people have been playing this game for so long, and so I'm so far behind. I think it'd be cool to be, like, on level with other people on the Switch. So, mm-hmm. like, we're all experiencing things together. Um, and that portability is going to be amazing. Yeah. I'm interested to see how it runs in handheld. 
um, because it is such a almost taxing game with all the movement and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure they're going to get it done. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm really excited for this. What about you, Sam? Yeah, I mean, I've started playing some Warframe on PS4, and I've had a really good time with it. Um, I don't, I've still just got my starter Warframe, so I don't really understand, like, everything that this game can be. But the one I have is a lot of fun. Um, It's got that, you know, double jump jetpack stuff I like. Um, You can do this cool, like, corkscrew jump you showed me. Um, I like that you've got your gun, but then you just, like, so quickly transition to your melee with, like... Like, I've got these knives, um, and it just feels really good to be shooting and then, like, up in someone's face doing your melee and then getting out of there. It's um, it's a lot of fun. The missions are pretty quick. Um, I've been enjoying it. I did read that uh, Warframe is the number four most played game on Steam, which I thought yeah. was really cool. Like, you know, we've heard about it, but yeah, there's a lot of people playing this game, uh, and I think anytime you can get to a wider audience. It's a good deal. Slightly concerned about you'll have to be online to play it, I would assume. Like, I wouldn't know if there would be, like, an offline option. So if you were, you know, somewhere with your Switch where you didn't have the internet, if you could still do some stuff, just not, like, online co-op. But I don't know. But still, it'll be cool. Now, if they could get local co-op, like, if they could... And if Panic Button can somehow make it to where you can play offline and they, so you can just like do local co-op, that'd be pretty cool, I feel. Um, I feel like that's what the Switch is made for. Yeah. Um, also, at TennoCon, they kind of like started teasing like what they're adding to the game uh, coming up. Uh, they're adding another open world area on Venus. Um, they kind of showed this off by showing like you, your Warframes running around and that there's these like creepy spider-like creatures don't want to talk about it i kind of turned the stream off at that point i'm just kidding um two very big things uh they're introducing warframe railjack and it's like space combat where like you and like a group of friends pilot a battleship like someone's piloting like directions someone's arming the guns and like someone's got to be there to like stop invaders and then someone's got to go attack another ship by jumping out of the ship and flying around it looks incredible i know you're like oh no i I can't do it by myself i feel like they're gonna balance it so you possibly could no Um, i just want like a small starfighter where i could just like fly around and shoot myself like i think that'd be fun like the big one that sounds like sea of thieves and the big sea battles which you know didn't go well for us but i mean it's this is only pve stuff there's no pvp of this but still i mean i don't know I think it's cool. It looked really it's, awesome. It's Space cool. Combat. It's a neat idea. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Um, and then they tease their next uh, story drop because they do these kind of like big story things that kind of progress their story Warframe. Uh, and it is the old war. And it looks super cool. I'm getting close to the most recent update, the sacrifice. I'm like one story thing away. So I'm really looking forward to that because apparently that's when like things get crazy. Okay. Um, so yeah, Warframe, like, it's a really cool game. Like, if you're on the fence about it, I really suggest jumping in maybe when the Switch uh, version comes out because, like, you'll be on a level playing field. Or hop on PS4. You might as well. I mean, there's no no reason not to hop on one of the current platforms for it. Um, you yeah. know, there's, there's always and... new people, and, like, old people will come play with you anyway. Cody will come play with me. He's way more advanced than me, but he plays with me. So it's fine. 
uh, they have said that there will be you can if you play on PC, you can port over your account to the Switch, and they're looking into PlayStation and Xbox. Currently, it seems like that's not going to happen. I don't think PlayStation is um, going to happen. Xbox. I don't think PlayStation is going to happen. So yeah, Warframe killing it. Congrats to those people. Uh, and they ended the stream by donating 50k to Guardian Con, um, which is a big convention uh, that they're doing. And it's all the donations were going to St. Jude, so they donated 50k to St. Jude. Nice. Uh, so that's really cool. I thought Guardian um, Con would have to do with Destiny. It started as that, and it has evolved into just a gaming convention for oh. creators on YouTube and Twitch. Cool. Um, like Warframe's there, Fortnite. Okay. Destiny is there. Like that's where you're gonna be able to play Gambit uh if you wanted to go down to Florida. Um but yeah, it started as a Destiny and moved okay. on from there. Cool. Um so yeah. Last a little tiny bit of news. We mentioned it when we were talking about Pokemon Go. Let's go let's go Pokemon. Uh I'm butchering this name. What is this? I don't even know what you're trying to say right now. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee dropped a new trailer, as oh I was God, trying to say. Why didn't we talk about this when we were talking about Pokemon? Come on. Hey. Keep it together. Give this to me. Jeez. Give this to me. Okay. So we got a new look at the gym system, uh, which I'm very happy about because, you know, I was very worried um, about there not being, like, gyms. Uh, I think it looks really awesome that they're, like, reworking the gyms. Uh, I was like, when they were showing your trainer riding Pokemon... Like they started with a Charizard and an Arcanine. I was like, okay, that's cool. Like, is there anything crazy I'm gonna get to ride? And then they show the dude on the Onyx, the giant like snake-like rock creature, and he's just gripping onto the spike on its head. I was like, I'm sold. This is amazing. I'm so in for this. Uh, the customization of your character and your Pokemon, the Pikachu or the Eevee you pick, is really cool. Uh, but yeah, I'm that this trailer just hyped me up even more for. Let's go. So I'm really excited for uh, November to roll around. So, yeah. Great. I have nothing yeah. to say about that because I already talked about it when we yeah. talked about Pokemon. Okay. So, well, I'm sorry, but okay. Megs is really happy with me that I brought up Pokemon twice in this Jeez. podcast. So. Let me just say I'm hosting next week, so I'm going to keep this in a tighter ship, man. Can keep you in line. OK. All right. <laughs> All right. So. I think that's going to wrap us up for the oh day. God. Do we not get to do like one question? We've got like questions. Ugh. We could do one quick question. All right, let's do one quick question. Okay, I've got one that's real. This should be real quick, okay? Um, This was from Groon, and he said, Who is your most hated character in Mario Kart and or Super Smash Brothers? Okay. And when he sent this question in, I said, I need to expand it to Mario Party as well. Because I've never played Smash Brothers, and I don't have anybody that I hate in Mario Kart. Because, I mean, you're just driving. It seems like anyone's the same. I don't know. Yeah. I was going to go for the Smash Brothers portion of this. Okay. 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 So what is your Mario Party one? Okay. So this is real stupid. Um, so my friend Randy is the one I always used to play Mario Party with. Okay. And when we play, he always wanted to play as Princess Peach. I would play as Yoshi. And then when we would assign the computer characters to play against us, he would always pick Daisy to be one of them. And, like, he hated Daisy. And I don't know why, um, but because he hated her, I hated her too. So whenever we'd play, we'd always be like, that bitch Daisy, we gotta get her, we gotta beat her. And it was always <laughs> just, like, us against Daisy. Um, so, yeah, 
I don't know why, but I hate who my friends hate. So, suck it, Daisy. All right. I mean, Daisy is pretty much Peach. So exactly, right? They're like, um, I can't even tell a difference. So I'm like, I don't know. But I mean, that's who he wants to hate. That's fine. <laughs> uh, so in Super Smash Brothers, my least favorite character, and this is funny because we were just talking about Pokemon. Um, God damn it, Cody. Pikachu. <laughs> because I had a friend who only picked Pikachu and all they would do is stand on the corner of the map and after he knocks you over and you're flying back trying to get to the platform, he would do a down thunderbolt attack and it would always hit me no matter what. It was like pixel perfect. He, I would like <laughs> fall into it and just get sent flying. And that's all he would do was stand around and spam it. Like you could be fighting like another person and next thing you know, you're getting hit by a thunderbolt because he runs up underneath, underneath you and does it. And it was so frustrating. So yeah, Pikachu in Smash Brothers is my least favorite character. Like, just so annoying. Fair enough. So yeah, those are quick question. You just uh, had to get another you, Pokemon reference in there. I did, because <laughs> this show is just going to be Pokemon for a very long time. This episode um, is not all about Pokemon. It's just a lot of Pokemon. Majority. Okay. Yeah. All right. If you would like to leave us a question, you can get in contact with us at contact at geekardgames.com. If you would like to follow us on Facebook and Twitter, we are Geek Card Games there. You can find us on both platforms. If you would like to follow our Twitch streams, where this past Friday we had a Friday the 13th stream, so you'll be able to see the archive on that on YouTube soon. Uh, it's twitch.tv slash geekardgames. If you want to see our YouTube channel, where you can watch that Resident Evil episode yeah. and some Titanfall in all our series, it's geekardgames.com slash YouTube. If you want to support us, you can do that in a couple of ways. You can leave us a review on iTunes or your podcast service of choice. If it's five stars, we greatly appreciate it. We love you guys so much. Or you can buy a t-shirt. Uh, we have multiple shirts. Thank you to anyone who's bought a shirt already. Uh, it is geekheartgames.com slash t-shirt or t-shirts. Come on, Cody. It's just fucking shirt or shirts. There's no t. Oh, shirts. Oh, God. I messed this Am up. Am I going to have to go make it's... more URLs? Come I'm on. sorry. Shirt or shorts? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyways, if you want to join our Discord, where we are talking about all things, where cats are being following people, where we're talking about movies, uh, the Why the Last Man stuff got talked about, all this crazy stuff, you can go to geekcardgames.com/discord. Uh, I think we'll be planning another community night soon where we talk about something. We'll have to figure out something we can talk about. That is geekcardgames.com/discord for that. Sam. If people want to follow you and all your opinions, where can they follow you? I'm at S-K-S-U-V-A-K. All right. And I am at Combo Cody, where tomorrow, Friday 13th, I'll be at my strongest. So expect lots of tweets about Friday 13th. So I think I hit everything. I think so. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you. You guys rule. Sam, take it away. We're just two geeks who heart Pokemon. Pokey, Pokemon. Let's go. How'd you like that? Nice. I loved it. That was really awesome. <laughs> now, this po now this podcast is all about Pokemon. <laughs> we are a Pokemon podcast from here on out. Nope. Nope. Veto. <laughs> oh. <laughs>